lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again for a special surprise bonus episode this week. Um, obviously, we normally drop our episodes on Thursday, and we do have one coming on Thursday, uh, but we had the opportunity to sit down with uh, former Impact X Division champion, Speedball Mike Bailey. And we definitely were not going to pass up on the chance to talk to him, especially leading into uh, his debut with the Best of the Super Juniors Tournament this weekend. Um, Huge opportunity for him finally getting to go back over and wrestle in Japan for the first time in three years. And so we have that interview for you today. Like We talk a little bit about Best of Super Juniors, we talk a little bit about um, you know, his run with Impact and stepping into the ring with Hiroshi Tanahashi at uh, Multiverse United over WrestleMania weekend. But we also talk about, you know, his the groundbreaking nature of, of his participation in these matches in Impact and in New Japan this weekend. You know, um, I reported uh, last week or whenever the announcement was made, time blurs together at times. Um that you know his participation in the best of the super juniors tournament makes him the first out LGBTQ wrestler to participate in that tournament ever. This is the 30th edition of it. It dates back to 1988, y'all. And uh, this is the first time that's happened, which is amazing. You know, put that alongside his accomplishments and the historic markers that are tied to what he's done in Impact and Pro Wrestling Gorilla countless other promotions that I don't understand how they uh, keep the schedule that they do. <laughs> but uh, regardless, it was an exciting conversation, um, an exciting chance to, to get to talk to him, and we're happy to share that with you here today. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll, we will be right back with Speedball Mike Bailey. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to LGBT in the Ring. We're just going to take a quick break here to let you know uh, ways that you can support the show. And say thank you to some very rad people that help make this show uh, as amazing as it is. Um, first off, if you would like to support the show, we are on Patreon now. Patreon.com slash LGBT Ring Pod. Multiple tiers there. For everyone that feels so moved to support this show, we've got numerous uh, patron benefits over there, uh, including bonus shows that are going to be coming out on a monthly uh, roundtable of those sort of things. So uh, definitely go over and check us out uh, again, patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. Every single dollar that is uh pledge there to support the show is very very humbling and we thank you we also have a, a merch store over on brainbuster tees go to brainbustertees.com and search lgbt in the ring uh you got t-shirts tank tops all kinds of good stuff and you know always looking at some new things as well but uh, definitely check us out on brainbuster tees there as well you can follow the show on social media as well we're everywhere um, that we have accounts. We're at LGBT Ring Pod. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
uh, co-host <laughs> Mastodon, whatever, were there. Uh, so follow the show there. You can follow me at WonderboyOTM on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. We also want to give a huge thank you to Sarah and the Safe Word for the show's theme, Formula 666, from the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSWBand, or you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp. Another great way to support the show uh, is over at independentwrestling.tv. Check out IWTV for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. You can use our code LGBTRingPod or visit uh, the URL, tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT. And uh, whenever you, uh, as long as you use that code to open your account and keep that active, we get a kickback from IWTV. So your subscription to watch all the great wrestling that we talk about on this show uh, goes to support the show as well. Thumbs up there. Of course, if you want to read more of my pro wrestling writing, you can check out outsports.com. And if you are into video games, I also co-host a video game news uh, Twitch stream every Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's called the Mr. Video Game Super Show. Um, I co-host that with uh, two dear friends and Twitch streamers, uh, Slacker Kite and Lady Merwin. Um, just run through the, the week's gaming news or we throw on a game and play and just have fun and be dumb. It's, it's great. But uh, you can check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific over at twitch.tv slash Entertainment. Sun like the star. With that said, let's get back to the show. What's up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to LGBT in the Ring, and I'm very pleased to have as my guest today uh, a former X-Division champion in Impact Wrestling, uh, 2023 BOLA winner, as well as someone who is going to be breaking new ground in New Japan Pro Wrestling, participating in the Best of the Super Juniors tournament starting this Friday. Please welcome Speedball Mike Bailey to the show. How are you doing today? Hello, Brian. I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. First of all, it sent an actual shock through my body. It sent a lightning bolt through my heart when you reminded me that I actually won BOLA this year because it feels like a lifetime ago for me already. I feel like we're only in May, which is completely inconceivable because I feel like since the beginning of the year, I have lived like four centuries. <laughs> Considering the schedule that you keep and just the sheer amount of matches you wrestled at WrestleMania weekend alone, I can understand why the year might feel that long to you. So you point. are correct. I wrestled <laughs> uh, 10 matches in, in three days on that WrestleMania weekend, which included my uh, Multiverse United match against Hiroshi Tanahashi, which yes. that weekend alone is for many pro wrestlers several months worth of bookings in in one weekend. Uh, just yeah, I don't know, I don't know how it's how I'm doing this, but I am. <laughs> exactly, that's that's all you need. And I do want to talk about um some of the the stuff you have coming up right now, but you brought it up being in the ring with Hiroshi Tanahashi at Multiverse United, like. What was that experience like for you? Because I know that was a quick change after Os Will Ospreay got injured. And then you go into the ring with an, like, let's be real, absolute 
legend of the game in Tanahashi on that yeah, weekend. Absolute legend. There is no doubt about it. Um, Will Ospreay and I have shared the ring uh, several times, including like four long singles matches. So at least with Will, I knew what I was in for. With Tanahashi, it was a total surprise. Of course, I've seen him a million times, but you cannot prepare. You can't really prepare for someone like Tanahashi, who is just so perfect, so flawless in everything he does. He truly is the ace, and it's it's amazing to watch, and it's even more impressive to be in the ring with him. What was the most like surprising aspect of being in the ring with him for you? So... I think it was more than in the ring, but outside and around and everything he does, even like the small details, he is still the ace. Like the most impressive thing to me about someone like Hiroshi Tanahashi is that like if if I didn't know who he was and you showed me a lineup of 100 strangers and went, can you point out the ace? I would go, yes, it's that guy. And I'd land on Hiroshi Tanahashi. So even like, I got to meet him briefly before the match and even in meeting him he I could not, you know, have my eye on him for one second where his chest was not out, his chest chin was not up and he didn't have, you know, his hand ready to go and every single interaction I watch him have he is constantly the ace and it's amazing and even in the ring he never breaks from that for one second even when he's hurt even when he's struggling he continues to be the ace in the most amazing way possible it just feels like he has an aura about him in in a lot of ways like yeah. to hear you describe it like it, it almost it confirms that for a lot of us it man, it's more than an aura it's just it's him it's who he is yeah he is him no, I mean, that, that's what you want, right? As someone like that, you want that that level of authenticity. Um, I don't know. It was it was awesome to see you get the chance to, to share the ring with him finally. And hopefully it won't be the last time because the match was a banger. I, I can say that for myself. I'm certain that it won't. <laughs> well, speaking of the ace of, of New Japan, you are going to be making your New Japan debut in Japan. Uh, coming up this weekend for the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Um, obviously, that can be a bit of a grueling schedule, but as we already talked about, you wrestled how many times in three days, four days <laughs> down in Los so Angeles? That, that's what I've been trying to tell myself. I've been trying to tell myself that, oh, I wrestled 10 matches in three, in three days. 12 matches in 14 days is, is nothing. It's easy, easy, but it won't be easy. <laughs> it's going to be a lot, but it's a completely different like it's different stakes it's different opponents it's a uh, you know it, it's the biggest junior heavyweight tournament in the world by far and every single person in in the tournament and in my block is an absolute world class like superstar and and that i know that's going to be a lot to deal with it certainly will be um but you know, I do feel like you're up for the challenge a bit. Um, but another aspect of, of this that, you know, I, I highlighted on Outsports is um, by your entry into this tournament, you you now become like the first um, LGBTQ person to ever enter this tournament. You become like you're breaking ground for the community in that way. Like, I think you might even be um, 
one of the first LGBTQ competitors to actually wrestle on Japanese soil for New Japan Pro Wrestling at this point, you know, and, and I know that in my coverage of you just based off of like, you know, your, the, your pronouns that you make public and that sort of thing, I've described you as gender diverse. Um, and I will say like, whatever, like I included you in the QWI 200 uh, last year. Uh, one of the things that always kind of, I get a lot of responses online whenever that list goes up. And one of the ones that I get all the time is just like, I didn't know speedball was part of the community. Um, I just want to give you the the floor real quick. If, if you feel comfortable doing so, like how do you define yourself within the LGBTQ community? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I kind of don't, which is part of it. I, I'm a firm believer that gender and sexuality is a spectrum and that you don't have to be exactly one thing or the other. You can fall anywhere in the middle. And I think representation for that is a, uh, is very important. Um, I, I am, however, aware that I am, you know, still male presenting and that I haven't had to deal personally with like a lot of the challenges that a lot of other members of the LGBTQ community have. So I feel like there's a lot better representatives for that out there than me. But I, you know, I do think it's important. And I think, you know, my, my partner is non-binary as well. And, you know, uh, we both get a lot of the you you guys are married. You look like a man and a woman. You can't be part of this community, which is always the most ridiculous. But yeah, no, I, I think it's important to recognize the the diversity that is within that community. No, it definitely, definitely is. And just speaking on that same sort of uh, subject there, like I, I get that a lot with me and my partner. Like we're both non-binary. I'm more male presenting. They're more them presenting most of the time it's always interesting to see how people just like that disconnect happens at times or it's just like just because of how you present it doesn't necessarily negate your identity and makes people jump to these conclusions that way <laughs> absolutely but i think that's why this is important and i'm I, that's why i'm glad that something as small as having my pronouns in my twitter bio gets recognized and helps help you know raise awareness Exactly. And that, that's that's the whole mission of doing something like that, right? Absolutely. Uh, um, talk to me about, you know, it's been a minute since since uh your win for the uh, the X Division Championship last year. Um obviously you've had some outstanding matches with, with Jonathan Gresham and Josh Alexander since that time. But take me back to Slammiversary last year. Like what was that moment like for you to win that title? Not only win the title, but win it in ultimate x like the match that is synonymous with that division so not only win the x division championship in a uh ultimate x match but win the x division championship at an ultimate x match at the 20th slam anniversary yes was like i could not imagine i could not have imagined a better scenario honestly it's like all the stars aligned and and that one photo of me standing on top of the ultimate x with, with the X Division Championship, and uh, not only the win, I think, was a historic moment, but I think my X Division uh, title reign, which was not, like, super long. There's a lot of people that have had, you know, much longer reigns, but I think what I did and the amount of uh, defenses I was able to to have during that reign and the range of opponents that I had uh, really, hopefully, made my reign uh, unforgettable. But uh, I, I couldn't be happier with how all of that went. And I'm excited to hopefully get that title back in the near future. 
I'm sure you'll be right in the mix for for a while to come. So I would not be surprised if it went back up on on your shoulder again at some point. Um, another thing with, with Impact though, and and, I, and in covering that title win last year, like you know, mentioning that you know, winning that kind of made you not kind of it made you the first like gender diverse wrestler to win an impact championship you know one of the first to win a major championship in, in north america in that way um impact has seen a, a much stronger commitment to f- featuring um lgbtq talents uh, in the ring obviously with you know giselle shaw and the signing of jay vidal um what does it mean to you to kind of be part of a company that has that focus and isn't shying away from f- featuring um, people that are in the community in authentic ways to them. Yeah, uh, that is the reason that I wanted to be an impact, or at least part of the reason. Since the inception, since the very, very beginning of Impact, they have always tried to highlight different aspects of professional wrestling, right? The the parts of, of Impact or even TNA that we remember the most are, for me at least, was the X Division when, when it was just starting out. And that, although, you know, it's a completely different thing, but still, they were highlighting a part of wrestling that was not featured at all on the rest of American televised wrestling. And they decided, yeah, these guys are worth it. These guys are, there's no reason that we should hold them back. And since then, I think they've done great things with the Knockouts Division, I think seeing that and seeing the knockouts being put at the forefront is absolutely fantastic. And I think that uh, the the Trinity's recent signing is absolutely historic and definitely is something that should be put at the forefront. And Impact is not afraid to be different. Impact is not afraid to break ground and put at the front the people that uh, the audience wants to see, regardless of what, you know, uh, what the norm dictates. Now, I definitely agree with you. The, the Trinity signing, it, obviously, is the most recent thing in the brain, right? But it's also monumental for someone of the of the star level that that she is at to to be in the company now, and it only strengthens an already stacked uh, knockouts division. There, it's awesome to see. Um, I know we only have like a, a quick window of time here to speak, but I can't uh, let you go without asking you about. Um, how significant it is to you for actually be able to go back and wrestle in Japan again for the first time in three years at this point. Cause I know it's been, it's been a minute since you've been to Japan to wrestle. And I know that was a huge part of your journey during that time where you weren't able to work in the United States. It has a uh, wrestling in Japan for, for DDT, which I did between 2016, right up until the pandemic, which I, I was in Japan when everything started shutting down. And then that's when I did my last uh, my last DDT match as, as the world was going away. Um, but I love Japanese wrestling. I love wrestling in Japan. I think that the uh, the culture behind professional wrestling in Japan is extremely strong. And it's a place where the fans certainly pay attention and seek to understand every single detail and every single intricacy that you put behind your matches. And that is extremely rewarding. But more so, I love Japan as a place, as a country, as a culture. I love the Japanese audiences. Uh, I just, I love being there. And again, to be there for the biggest promotion in Japan, participating in the biggest junior heavyweight tournament in the world is really special to me. 
No, it, it definitely is. And I can assure you there'll be uh, a number of us uh, on state side here that will be uh, rooting for you there in, uh, in the block and in the tournament overall. Speedball, thank you so much for, for taking time to, to sit down and chat with us today a little bit. Let everybody know where they can find you online and uh, where they can uh, check out your run Best of Super Juniors. Yeah, I'm uh, at Speedball Bailey on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, everywhere. For the to watch the best of Super Juniors, you can get a New Japan World account, which is very inexpensive. Uh, Impact Wrestling Ultimate X Insiders. Uh, the get the Impact Plus app. Watch me on Impact. Uh, my favorite way to watch Impact. Also, if you're kind of tentative about about paying for it, they have put out a lot of Speedball Mike Bailey matches for free. On YouTube, including Speedball Mike Bailey versus Jonathan Gresham, the fourth edition, uh, which they just put out on their YouTube channel. So I highly recommend to, that you check that out, especially if you're not super familiar with my stuff. Definitely a good option for, for an introduction to Speedball Mike Bailey. Those matches were outstanding. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you, Brian. My thanks once again to Speedball for coming on the show and taking a little bit of time out of his busy schedule. I know they are uh, getting prepped to head over to Japan here in the next couple of days to kick off Best of the Super Juniors. And just very excited to to watch them get that opportunity and to see what he can do over there. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Come back Thursday. We're going to have another episode, a very uh, special guest. The brand new Enjoy Wrestling champion, Edith Surreal, is coming back on the show this Thursday. It's going to be a blast. Always fun to sit down with Edie um, as we trudge towards uh, episode 200 here on the show. Uh, so definitely come back Thursday for that. And before we get out of here, I do want to say a very special thank you to uh, the members of our roster of lovelies uh, over on patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. Uh, so big thank you to Alex E and Val Capone, the first two members of the roster of lovelies. If you want to become a member of the roster as well, you can definitely go over and subscribe to our Patreon at the $3 tier. Uh, that's patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. So stoked to have both of them counted as members of the roster. With that, we will say goodbye for today. But until we see y'all on Thursday, y'all stay messy. Wash your hands, wear your mask, get vaccinated and boosted if at all possible. And a uh, big shout out to New Wave Pro. Hopefully uh, this is just a see you later rather than goodbye. Bye. She made a deal with the demon so her lover could live When the moon is high and the devil is trying to stick It's the formula 666